Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Mondays and Thursdays. That's right, with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it all works. Oh, it is the circle of feathering, baby. All you got to do, tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, and then you encourage them to listen, and then they tell a friend, a, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, and here's what I'm doing. I'm making it easy on you people. I'm making it easy for you to tell a friend. So thank you for telling a friend, but I want you to continue to do that every day. I'm putting up a video from the podcast on my Instagram page. Tag a friend. That is a little snippet. I'm putting out the cheese. You bring me a mouse. That's a little snippet for them to nibble on. And then they go, ooh, I like this. And then they go to the link in my bio. I'm, I'm setting up all the traps to trap your all your mice. So all you got to do, lead the mice to my cheese. That's all you got to do. So we're go, go, go. Tell a friend. Keep telling people. I'm very excited. For today's guest, she's fantastic. She's hilarious. Her first time on the show, Jackie Fabulous. Thank you for coming on. What to do, baby? How you doing? I miss seeing you live and in person. You know when we had jobs and shit. I remember that. Remember, remember when we did shit? <laughs> every every night, several times a night, S- several times, and 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 it's so funny because as comics, like you know, you'll have that person that will go, "Oh, so do you do it once a month?" And you're like, "No, no, no." This is every night of my life that has now been taken away from it. <laughs> it's cra- I love watching you on stage. Everyone needs to go follow Jackie. I'm so happy you're here. At Jackie Fabulous on Instagram. Uh, she has an album out right now called Fabulously Naughty. Uh, and she has a podcast, Relatable with Jackie Fabulous. What do you do on your podcast? Uh, give me the, you know, the, the description of about Relatable with Jackie uh- Fabulous. The number one thing I've always been told by audience members is that I'm relatable. So I talk to my friends primarily about what their life is like and how people would be surprised that we all go through the same things. Of course. So while we're during quarantine, I brought it back. I have 10 episodes on iTunes now when I live in L.A. And -hmm. now that I'm in New York, I belong to I'm I belong to the very coveted. LA and New York comedy scene. So a lot of comics are at home not doing shit. So I'm going to talk to you and everybody else who has picked up a mic. I want to hear what their life is like now that we're all at home contemplating taking our own lives. Of course, we got to get through to the next stage, uh, which is hopefully acceptance. And then we get back on stage. But so everyone can go fa- find all of Jackie's stuff because she's hilarious. JackieFabulous.com. JackieFabulous.com. Are you so we're gonna do a lot of emails. Are I love hearing you on stage talking about dating. Like you know, I, I do enjoy your perspective so much. And I I've I've watched you however many times at the cellar and you're hilarious and everything. But I I love your are you dating someone now? Are you seeing someone? I, I kind of am, but kind of not. It's not going well. And I'm trying <laughs> to figure out whether I'm either impatient or if he's so broken that I really, I can't be a therapist also. You know what well, I mean? This so, is so funny because the reason I'm asking this is because you'll have posts that I'll be like, I think she's seeing someone. And then it'll like the next day I'll be like, I think she's done with him. You know, like it, it, what is you not- know what? People, 
if you had called me two years ago, people would be like, Jackie, why are you putting it? You seem inconsistent and unstable. I was like, <laughs> you understand that dating, that's, that's what it is. Anybody yes. who has not broken up several times throughout their courtship, full of shit. If you or, have not broken up, it's not real. Especially if you haven't broken up in your mind. Like, that is, like, oh, that you know happens, those moments? That happens before it ever comes out your mouth. Right? You have those moments where you're like, well, uh, I am gone from this situation. <laughs> I am leaving right now. I mean, I have had those arguments where I'm like, I'm not even talking to this person anymore. <laughs> There's no reason we should ever be speaking again the way the we're small, talking to each other. The smallest thing. I could be in enamored with a guy and he'll show up wearing something crazy and I'll be <laughs> yeah. like, this is the last time we're going outside together. What is the that... fuck does he have on? That's so how wait, I Are you living with this guy? Or no, what's... no, no. He lives about a mile away. I'm in the home that I grew up in, in the Bronx. Okay. okay. He, lives about, he lives about a mile away, which is why it's so hard to be like, you're dead to me. When I know that I can put on my nice sneakers and go for a quick walk and be on his porch. That's the yeah. problem. If you live farther, I'm, I'm very good. For me, absence does not make the heart grow fonder. Absence makes me be like, fuck him, he's gone. Well, it, and also it, it's all the things that get in your way to seeing them. Like, it, like, like we have a lot of people that write in here, and we're going to get to the emails. But um, before we do, the a lot of people end up like – what always surprised me, people write in, they'll go, I met this person online and they live two hours away. And I'm like, two hours, <laughs> two hours, that is enough for me to go, I never want to see this. But like, th that is too much to be in the way of me ever getting to know you. When I, like, lived, in, when I lived in New York years ago, I remember I met a guy from Brownsville, Brooklyn, before mm -hmm. it got all pretty and gentrified. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, first, and I'm, I've always been a driver. I've been driving since I was like 16. Okay. But if I, don't, if I don't have a car and you live far, yeah. I'm, my interest in you automatically gone. A absolutely. Instantly. And because instantly. And, and it even gets smaller than that. I've said a lot of times on this show, so many first dates are a decision between you and my own couch. <laughs> and the couch wins... Nine out of ten times. So when people are like, oh, this guy I met, he won't make a date. It's like, yeah, the couch has won. That's what he's saying. So like when someone's like they live two hours away, like, of course, this isn't going to work out. The excuse is built in. Yeah. And what's funny is that men think they're the only ones that have that whole if I masturbate, all the feelings are gone. I'm like, <laughs> it's not as that's not a dude thing. No, if, if it I, isn't. If, if I rub one out, every decision I thought I wanted to make, gone. Gone. It, it <laughs> just, clears out your whole mind. You're like, what? I was about to shower? Get the fuck out. There's no I, way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, you're speaking to my soul. Talk about relatable. Um, I'm, I'm very... I think you're going to be amazing at this show. You're already a great guest, but I'm so excited to get to the emails with you. Are you ready? Yes, ready. Can't wait. Okay, so jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jackie Fabulous, at Jackie Fabulous on Instagram. Go follow immediately, JackieFabulous.com. That's where you can get her album, which is out right now. I can tell you right now, I love watching Jackie on stage. You're going to love her album. And I, I like to remind people because, listen, I know the audience that listens to this show. Not a lot of you are comedy album people. I think a comedy album is the perfect cousin 
to the podcast. If you shut your eyes, you feel like you're in the room with them. It's the perfect summertime quarantine activity to get you out of your own head. So I'm telling you right now, wherever you stream music, you can listen to Jackie's album. So just search Jackie's name. It pops up. iTunes, Spotify, whatever you listen on. There's so so many of them. Yep. There's so many ways, and we all appreciate it so much. All we want is for you to listen to the album, have a good time with it. Says he's not a texter, but won't stop texting me. Have you dealt with someone who's not a texter? Are you a texter? What is... I am, I don't know if I'm rare for a girl, but I would. I could conduct a whole relationship via text. Yeah, I'm with I can, you. I, can te- I, I want to see you. I want to see yeah. you all the time. But if we could just relegate it to face-to-face and texting, <laughs> yeah. I'm in love. Yeah, I'm and I, I, I think when people say I'm not a texter, she put in quotes, he says he's not a texter. There's no such thing. I think we're, we're over that hump. Who's Nobody, saying that, the guy or the girl? It seems like the guy. This is a woman that wrote in. Hold on, so I, hold, on. hold on one second. Sure. Yeah. I can't come down now. Yeah. Sorry. I live oh with my, my mother, so that's what it's like. Go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that. I, uh, so I'm saying, like, when I say, like, I am a texter, and what you're saying is you're a texter as well. Yes. If someone... I don't think people are that different generally. I think if I if I'm texting this much, you're not a hundred percent different than me. So like you know you know what yeah, I mean? Well, like yeah, you're not like I'm not like on two co two cups and a string, and you're on a smartphone. We're exactly. we're in the same world. We're in the same world. So when someone says they're not a texter, I always think that's them giving you the pre excuse. You know, the, you ever, uh-huh. uh, so it's like, oh, I'm not a texter. So that when they're not a texter, they can go, remember seven years ago when I said I wasn't a texter? And then it just absolves them of being, of what they actually are, which is a normal texter. It's all an excuse. I don't I, care what I, anybody says. If you like somebody, you will do whatever you got to do to talk to them. I don't give a damn. The- anybody, <laughs> anybody who says I'm not a texter, they don't like you. They don't want that they, interest in you. They'll text when they got to get off. They'll text when they're hungry. It's like uh, like growing up, I, uh, it, it was like the idea of like making a kid eat their dinner. It's like the kid's an animal. You know, the kid's going to eat when he's hungry, you know, yeah. like or she's hungry. So like the idea of like, oh, well, you know, let, as if like uh, there's a Darwinism built into this. Like, you know, where it's like they will survive. The penis will survive. Let, exactly. let me read the email. And, and, and for anybody who's not a texter, You'll find somebody right behind them, he or she, who's like, I'll text you. What's the problem? I like you. <laughs> You're right. You know? Jared, feather, feather, I need your help understanding why the guy I'm interested in won't stop making small talk through text. Here's the situation. I'm 25 years old. My neighbors, who are 31 and engaged, mentioned that they wanted to set me up with one of their friends. He's 27. I feel like ages are important for reference. They had some people over last weekend on Saturday, invited both of us so that we could meet in casual settings. It went really well, and the two of us ended up hitting it off. He offered to walk me home and then asked for my number. We made out a little on my front porch uh, before he left. He texted me that night to let me know that he got home safely and we've been texting ever since and he just keeps making small talk. 
I am of the mindset that it makes more sense to keep the texting conversation to a minimum when you first meet and to get to know each other in person over dinner or drinks. It makes it doesn't make sense to me that he would be chatting and making so much small talk over text instead of just asking me to hang out again. I feel like after the Saturday night setup, he knows enough about me to know whether or not he wants to hang out with me again or not. I've asked around to mutual friends who happen to know him in college and they all had nothing but good things to say. He's a really genuine guy definitely one of the nicest guys i know and and one went for so far as to say he's a relationship guy i know that much from what i can tell he really does seem pretty great a little nerdy which i'm sort of into and comes highly recommended by the people i've asked the neighbors who set us up even told me that they've talked to him uh to get the scoop on how it went saturday and expressed that he's pretty into me and would like to see me again so my question is why is he making so much small talk over text? Is he working his way up to asking me out or is just nervous? What's his deal? I know you typically advise us girls to just go for it and say something like, hey, not much of a text, but let me know when you want to hang out again. However, I did that the first day he texted me and he still keeps chit-chatting. See below for the ref picture reference. So she sent a picture. My God, this is the world's longest advice. I, I, I Listen, the, the, the female emails are in depth. I'll tell you that. The guy ones are like, Hey, uh, I, I want to fuck. Uh, what you know? So, so she write. So here's the text. I'll read the text exchange. Okay, he wrote, "Ha ha, I had a great time too." Sunday at three forty, she writes, "Glad to hear it." Ha ha. Let me know if you want to get together sometime this week. He writes, "Yeah, I'm down." Sorry, I'm a terrible texter. She writes, "No worries. Busy day over here, anyways." This was so she said that glad to hear it. Ha ha on Sunday. Then he writes, yeah, I'm down on Monday. Sorry, I'm a terrible texter. No worries. Busy day over here anyways, LOL. And then he wrote back, oh yeah? How's the rest of your week looking? That to me is... An, oh my uh, God. So what, what do you think, Jackie? First of all, she's doing an FBI background check on this dude. Yeah, I know. Like getting really a reference from everyone that he's grown up around. His <laughs> kindergarten teacher, his neighbor, the fucking mailman. <laughs> she, he doesn't like you, girl. He doesn't want. First of all, really? my, my first, my first inclination, my first light bulb is he got a wife and three kids. That's why he don't want to go away. <laughs> well, you think the whole community is is lying with him? Not, yeah. Well, because, <laughs> well, actually, you'd be surprised how when you come across a player who is yeah. likable, there is nothing more dangerous than a likable, uh, gentlemanly player. Everyone, okay. everyone is going to be in his corner if he's mm. a womanizer, but he's still good to people. It's very That's hard. Interesting. To, it's very hard to understand someone who's a quote unquote dog that his mother loves, his friends love, his neighbors love, because yeah. they're not going to they're not going to snitch on I, I, the guy. Like I have that. I have said this about people with addictions. There's nothing there's nothing harder than a funny person with an addiction. Yes. Because they're actually fun to be around. And then you're like, how do I even talk to this? It's the same type of thing where it's like, yeah. what am I going to say? I have a good time when I'm around them. Like, you yeah. know, like this is, I feel want, good. He doesn't want to go out with her. And, and the, the, yeah. guy that, the guy that I'm in, figuring out now, he's mm -hmm. a big guy, gigantic hands. He, he doesn't feel comfortable texting. Too many typos. It's a mess. And whenever okay. I get into my, so how you doing? Well, I had a call. He's like, uh-uh. This is about to become a long texting. He'll call immediately because oh. he wants to see me. So my thing is, you gotta, you don't spend so much time with the the wondering ladies. If a guy likes you, 
when, but you know what it feels like to have a guy like you? You're never confused again. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think, yeah. the, I mean, the, the, the best example is in the text that she sent. Uh, she sends a text on Sunday. Glad to hear it. Let me know if you want to get together sometime. Then he gets back on Monday, the next Monday morning. Yeah, I'm down. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible texter. Then she gets back Monday afternoon. So now she's trying to play the game with him because he got back Monday morning. I would get back to his text fucking immediately. He, I, I would be so quick to get back to the text that I think when you act honestly, it it unearths the liars. Like what you said, when when you're con, you're never confused when it's what did you just say about the confused stuff? You Regarding, just said you're never confused when it's right. When, when uh, I don't remember, you never confused you, when it's, is that when a guy likes you or when a girl? When a guy likes you, you're never confused. Oh yeah, when a guy when a guy wants you, there's no confusion. He, he comes exactly. he comes at you. He comes for you. He claims you. He'll he'll call, he'll text, he'll drive. If you if you've ever had a guy not be uh confused about you, when you get the guy who's like, "Ah, or they take a long time or they won't text, they won't call." That to me is just straight up I don't like you. Not enough to try. Yeah, I I but on that point I totally agree because if she she ends up playing into his game, he texts her at seven in the, in the morning, and then she doesn't get back until four in the afternoon because she's like, "Oh, he said he's a terrible texter, so I don't want to seem too eager." No, if you were honest and you were like, "Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go out this Thursday," and then he would have to go, "No, I can't go out Thursday." And, and when you're that honest, I think the the other person acts weirdly. Not even, you know what I mean? Not even just honest. Like, I've, I've had to tell guys in, in uh, this is where, like, with the few times that I was on Tinder, and Tinder mm. to me is the most aggravating, and <laughs> a guy will, will start, he'll message me, and then he will start to get into a car. I'm like, look, here's my cell. Let's get off mm. the app and bring it over to the real world. And then sure. we're into the real world, and then he's like, so what do you like to do? I'm like, now you call me. And for the ones who are like, they, they 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 dissipate. I'm like he didn't want me, but the ones who were like hell yeah, I want to I want to fuck, and he I will immediately get to you. I love that so much because tell what him you're doing, I need you to talk to me and take me out. The ones that's, who don't want you will disappear. And that's the thing: be unafraid of hearing the no. I know that everyone in her community has been telling her, "Oh, he's a great guy," and "Oh, he likes you." Stop chipping around the subject. I would go right to the subject, just like you said. Hey, I, I would write to her. He writes, "Oh yeah, how's the rest of your week going?" I'm, I would give my exact schedule. I'd be like, "Busy Wednesday, busy Friday, Thursday. I could do drinks. You let me know." And then now he has all the tools to make the plan. And then if he doesn't get back to that and he goes, now he gets back to you Thursday night and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a bad texter. I would write, write back to that. You had your chance. Good luck with everything. I was looking to go out, but not anymore. To me, people become chit-chatty over text to do fake trust building. To avoid, to avoid any, because it's a commitment to get off the text and ask for a date. It's not a committed relationship, but you are actually committing to make step after step after step. And yes. texting is the number one cop out, the, the cowardly way, the safe way to get to know somebody without having to put the work in. Absolutely, you're, you're, you get to know somebody for free. Yes. And that's really what you need to cost money to get to know. Yes. Like, I think that's like a big thing with anyone. 
And you'd be surprised how, and as women, and this is a big thing you said this a while ago, don't be afraid to hear no. I am lonely. We are all lonely. Everyone is lonely. You get lonely. You're like, look, I just need a body. I don't even give a shit if I think it'll last. So you say yes to everything, and you're afraid that you say no. And I know when it's a hot guy or a hot girl, you're you're extra. Like, oh, I can't say no. I I mean, I can get anything that hot again. Yes, you gotta you gotta let go of the reliance on. I can't say no. I need because the more you say, the more you accept the no and say no. That opens the door. That attracts the real ones. Absol- I know it sounds absolutely. tacky, but it does. No, but that's like a business. That's a business piece of business advice too. The minute you start going, yeah, I'm not going to drive seven hours to do your gig for less money than I would have made if I, you know, so for me to lose money. And then they go, what? You're saying no to a gig? Yeah, I'm saying no to a gig that doesn't make financial sense to me. Yeah. That's a lot of this dating stuff too. Yep. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com here with Jackie Fabulous hey, JackieFabulous.com can, can you do a commercial? I'll be right back Can you, you talk? Right back? I'm, yeah. I'm doing the commercial JackieFabulous.com for all of her stuff The podcast, Relatable with Jackie Fabulous Fabulously Naughty That is the album That is the album JackieFabulous.com is where you can get both the podcast and the album Go follow her on Instagram At JackieFabulous Go, go, go we are sponsored people. J Train Podcast is brought to you by Feels CBD. Oof. I got to say, thank goodness for Feels. I have added it to my life. Um, during what's going on right now, it's just, you know, these are high anxiety times. We're stressed out about the future each day. We're not sure what's going to come with it, who's going to be mad at who, what's going to happen. And I have gotten into Feels CBD. And it's helped. It mellows me out. And and for me, I wasn't a believer. I'll let you know right now. I was a, you know a little anxious. I don't know what this is. I'm not looking to just put you know something in my body that I'm not sure about. And what's great about Feel CBD is they got a hotline with real humans you can call anytime. They'll answer your questions. How great is that? Because this is new to a lot of us. And. You might be thinking, well, how much could it, does it get you high? It doesn't get you high. That you can, it, it doesn't get you high. It just makes you feel a little bit more relaxed, a little mellowed, mellowed out. Nothing more. No high hangover or addiction. Feels gets to work fast. Just put a few drops under your tongue and boom, you'll be feeling the difference within minutes. Feels helps me feel my best and it can help you too. Special for my listeners. If you become a member today by going to feels.com slash JTrain, you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. Wow. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain to become a member and get 50, 50, 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels, F-E-A-L-S, feels.com slash JTrain and feel better. Let's do another email. You ready? Yes. Okay. Is sexting and FaceTiming sex workers cheating? I'm sorry. Sex One more workers. Time? <laughs> Is sexting and FaceTiming sex workers cheating? 
J Train, love your podcast so much. Thanks for the daily podcast these past couple of months. They have really gotten me through a shelter in place. After a night of drinking, I took a look into my boyfriend's phone. By look, I mean deep dive into his phone. I found out he has been... Texting sex workers and cam girls. As you may know, when you look at porn, there are banners. One of these banners websites allows you to put input your number and have someone text you. So to provide more detail, he was getting off by setting up hookups and, uh, or paid sex with these people, but not actually having sex with them. He asked if they are. They, he asked if they were in our city. He provided an address next door. He told them he would pay cash. Ask about location. Ask if they were willing to do certain <laughs> things. He, he would also call or FaceTime them to make sure they were real, but the girls only picked up maybe twice. The FaceTime would last about 30 seconds. Apparently, he would get off by looking at the pictures, but they would not come over. From the text I saw, it looks like they would ghost if things got more serious. I saw maybe five instances of this behavior, <clears throat> but he did say he deleted some. He said that he got off by setting up the experience. When I asked if he got off by the idea of him cheating, he said yes. To be honest, I lost my shit. I feel like he did everything but physically cheat. At the time, he justified it by thinking it was an extension of porn a fantasy i am having a hard time wrapping my uh, mind around it frankly i don't know if i trust that he ever did anything physically uh he is super apologetic and knows he crossed the line he claims that he planned to stop and that it wasn't a regular thing with the sex or with sex or a kiss cheating it's clearer but the lines feel here feel blurred I broke up with him yesterday. My plan to get myself together, start dating a bit and decide if this is something I can move on from him. <laughs> I also found out a couple weeks before we became official. He was trying to get non-sex workers and sex workers uh, and sex workers for his boss in Vegas. I don't know if anyone texts sex workers. She has used the phrase sex workers so many times that I feel dirty for having said it. I feel, I, and also, like I, I guess that's the proper phrase sex worker it's it's i feel like it, i wanted to say to all of your female listeners you you guys are ignoring your inner voice you guys are okay. telling your instinct to eat a dick you are ignoring every i'm, I'm with you instinct you and i know you need them to, you need them to lose their common sense because you because they can they need your advice but well that's why they write in here i think a lot of this is commiseration sometimes writing the email makes you realize it, it feels good and it's, it it's feels like good yeah yeah absolutely i mean she writes was he cheating if we get back together how should that be handled no. i feel so embarrassed i initially thought he was messing with spammers it's honestly i really need a male perspective that's what she writes but i mean i love what you just said like this is why are you telling your inner monologue to eat a dick? Like, why would you do that? You, that's okay. First of all, and this is just a crazy rule. Call me old school, but okay. my pussy is the only pussy you need. If you mm. need others, whether you're looking at them, and then first of all, that's not the same as occasionally perusing porn. Yeah, well, this is uh, what's the what what what's the line here? Because I understand, like, I agree with you as far as like, you can look at porn. Porn is a different thing. Once in a while, you want to get some relief real quick without all the interaction. Porn is fine, but porn also can become a problem if you're like, if they if they choosing porn instead of a human interaction, mm -hmm. or if they're like, if they can't have sex because they they keep. I have a friend who he ha he got rid of his laptop because there were so many viruses and shit that mm -hmm. happened because <laughs> of all the porn that he said when I buy a new laptop, I promise myself. No porn, because that's mm. how I know that I'm, I've gotten off. He would prefer it to dealing with women. Because let's be honest, porn can help you avoid human interaction. Porn is like uh, texting with your dicks out. It's an, a non-committal way to take care of stuff without actually putting the work in. 
Well, when when I was talking before with you about the decision between the couch and going out, <laughs> you know, part of the couch is, you know, I'll get, you know, a, a lot of what's happening on these dating apps is people are getting the interaction with a real person. Mm-hmm. They're getting themselves hyped up and then they're like, well, now I'll sit on my couch and whack off to like porn and that'll that'll get me over the over the hump and I'll go to bed. Yeah, it's like and and sometimes that's getting in the own, way. She's answering her own question. By the time every time she's like, is so and so with a sex worker? Should I? Can I? I don't know if I should. That's all her telling herself. I know that he ain't the one. Yeah, I know she he should, ain't the one. She's he's not the one. Here's the other very problematic thing. Yeah. She said that he gets off to the idea of cheating. Okay, that like I, I I don't want to like if I'm trying to get in shape, I'm not dating someone with a pizza eating problem with the, <laughs> the eats pizza to get off. Like you are trying to be in a real relationship, and his fantasy is to cheat on sneaking you. around is to cheat on you. So at some point, the she, fantasy is, is he's gonna he's already taken the fantasy out to a place where he's giving the address to next door to your place. At what point does that become dangerous? At that point, he's putting you in danger, putting him in danger, and for other things to go wrong. Her email to you is essentially a a cons list. Her email (laughs) to you is just saying, I had to write a pros and cons list because I want to know, should I keep seeing this guy? And in her email, if she were to just bullet point it, she would see that she sent you an email of all the reasons why he is not the one. At, yeah. at sex worker number seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, like, if this is the cons list, the pros list would be what? That he's a human being? <laughs> that he's a body to sleep with you? The, that he is nice to you when it's most convenient to him? Relationships, a lot of times, are about when do you inconvenience yourself for other people? When are you going to make someone else the responsibility? He can... If he th- this is this became not a fantasy the minute he put actual people in the places of the actors in his mind. Yeah, and, and, and th- their sex workers that he they're not like actors they're actual sex workers that he can see and touch at some point in real life. It's it sounds like that I've never really and gotten even, to this level. That's even more porn has more credit to the fact that at least you're not you don't have access to actual people. Because yeah. actor acting is acting, and porn uh, performers, you usually don't have, you, you can't reach them. You know, it's like watching a, a Netflix show. You, you're a fan, you, but you don't know where they are. You can't you, touch them. A sex worker sounds like somebody <laughs> you could actually be like, "Where do you live? Uh, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there in thirty minutes." You're you breaking. You're you're breaking the fourth wall. The fourth, at once, that the, point. once the fourth wall is broken in sex, it's it's real. It's real. I agree. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Jackie Fabulous at Jackie Fabulous. Go follow on Instagram right away. JackieFabulous.com. Get her album and the podcast. Help. Guy gets a nude on her first date. These men are going crazy. Jared, huge fan of the show. So I went on my first hinge date since quarantine. He was polite, witty, and we had a great conversation. So we came back to my place to hang for a little after dinner. We made out, but then he kept trying to do more. I was very tempted, but told myself that before the date, I wouldn't have sex. I'm glad I didn't because he, when he went to call his Uber, he opened up a text with a full-on nude he received. He quickly looked at, it, at, at me to see if I had seen it, but, didn't, but I didn't respond or say anything about it. 
Should I have called it out? We're hanging out again this week, but not sure if I should bring it up or just ignore it. What do you think? This is a first date. This nude That's, pops up out of nowhere. Nothing is her business yet. That is not uh, that. That is not her business or her concern yet. You can let me tell you something. My last boyfriend worked in the industry, entertainment, and mm. he. We were at somebody's birthday party, and he went to the back to get me a drink, and mm -hmm. he had his phone out, and he was checking it, and I pulled up behind dark. You couldn't hear me because the music playing, and of course mm. I got a glimpse of who he was talking to or texting, and it was full labia, it was full vagina, <laughs> and I and of open course, labs, full labs, and I was and I, I tapped him like, "Who's that?" And he didn't, he wasn't like, "Oh my god," he was kind of like, "Look, Jackie, I can't control what these bitches do," and even though if I had dug more, there probably was more mm. to it, but the reality is. People who send you naked pictures or nudes, until you act on it or you have a reason to be suspicious, yeah. you really can't. You can be upset by it because it's not your naked body. But the first date got a nude. That's not your business. None of his sure. texts are her business yet. I I agree with you as far as it's. I I would I wouldn't fault her for canceling the second date at this point. I wouldn't. I postpone wouldn't, it. Don't cancel it. Postpone it. Maybe postpone it. But also let's let's look at the reality of the situation. Yeah. You guys, this is your first date out of quarantine. You, him, you're on dating apps. He's on dating apps. You guys are you're you're texting with everyone you can to have some sort of human interaction. You finally get out of quarantine. You have a date, and he chooses you to go out with you over the couch. I'm not saying you should feel lucky, but I'm saying he did choose to commit time to getting to know you. Let's give him that much credit. Yeah. The the thing that popped up on his phone that is disappointing, but that's also the reality with with which the waters you swim. The it's world. a first date. Yeah, that's the world. I'm sure she's texting other people, and if she's not, that's okay too. But at the same time, this is one of those things that like it goes on his resume. Like the next time he comes over, if if he starts asking you for nudes, you'll go, oh, this is what you're in here for. You're here for nudes. Like, you'll know that that's kind of what he does. If he keep go, takes you on a second date and you go, hey, I, would, I wouldn't have sex with this guy. I'd be like, I, I, if you're really trying to get to know him, like, I, I would. I don't see the big deal. You don't I see think, the big deal. Because, you know why? I don't know the context or the history as to why that nude text came in. That could have been an ex. Yeah. And she might be one of 11 women that he's going through on Hinge and every place else. You're right. And she is his Tuesday. Until yeah. they, until I know the conversation they had to decide where are we, what are we doing, are we? But you don't. If you're having the, are we? Is this going to be a, a real thing on the first date? You're both crazy. Uh, yeah, and, and I yeah, I agree with you. I think you're right. And I, I also, when you're talking about like, should I go out with someone again? Did you have fun? Yeah. Did you feel fulfilled? And did you and feel those, safe? Then go out did again. You feel, if those are three or a yes, you're going out again. When yeah. and I, I want to go, I think you're absolutely right, especially because when you start ranking your feelings based on the texts that come into someone else's phone, you're always going to be disappointed. You're going to lose every. I have never, ever, ever since cell phones came out, I have never searched a man's phone. Ever, because I guarantee you, I guarantee you search a man's phone, you will find shit because you're looking for shit. 
I I believe that if you're meant to find out, unless you have reason to be like, okay, he is definitely fucking sure. around. But if you don't have any con concrete clues, don't. there's no reason to snoop. Because when you start snooping, you will see a text from last night from his ex-wife, from last Christmas from his ex-hoe, from a girl who is a fan <laughs> of his, who wants to fuck. You don't know where these the, the, the contact of these texts are from. And it's too Abs much stress to worry Absolutely. about it. Plus the fact that you don't know what level of him trying to wane off of this is. You, there's no context. You're right. There's you don't know. A, 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 you don't know. You and, don't I know. And, and I didn't tell you. The guy that I saw, the, he showed me another text from her. She's yeah. a stripper. And he used to date strippers, which, I, that, mm. you know, that's his past. I can't do nothing about that. And mm. she said in the text, come over right now and get some of this bomb-ass head. She was offering and offering and offering. And he showed me. He was like, look, I have asked her to stop. But, yeah, but real hoes or real real people overall, if they want you and they decide, I don't give a shit about your husband or your wife. A lot of people do not care. They're like, look, they're I don't trying to give get, a shit. I it's about want them. you. It's about yeah. them. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Me Undies. Have you ever seriously considered the underwear that feathers your nether regions? You've got some important stuff down there, you know. Thankfully, Me Undies has, which is why they're changing the game with softer than soft, sustainable undies and fun prints like unicorns and lots of colors so you can be totally comfy being you inside and out. So I love Me Undies. I'm wearing them right now. Uh, and also, during my bachelor live screams, I'll sometimes wear the the MeUndies onesie. So they have it all. They got underwear. They got onesies. You can match with your boyfriend or girlfriend. It's very cute. It's a photo opportunity. And the reality is, even if you're single, what a fun thing. What a fun reveal. You go out. You wear your MeUndies. You got a fun print. You meet someone out, and then you come back with them or... Maybe you get a little, get a little uh, things get interesting, and then it's like, boom, I got bananas on my underwear. Look, that's fun. Look at you. You know what's the worst possible thing ever, an empty underwear drawer, because it's all in the dirty laundry? Well, good thing you can just get a MeUndies membership and eradicate the terribleness forever. A MeUndies membership is a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door so you can keep your undies drawer stocked fresh and fun. Plus, with member access to site-wide savings and exclusive sales, you can easily and affordably build a quality collection of super soft undies over time. And that's one heck of an up undie upgrade if you ask us. I I'll say this. You have an old pair of underwear that you kind of avoid until you're in dire straits. That's, that's the reality. You, you wear the good ones, and then the laundry gets full, and now you're like, ah, I got to wear the bad one. Here's where my undies comes in. You rotate the new undies in, and you just toss the old ones out. Now you got an undies conveyor belt. Every month, new undie in, old undie out. MeUndies also comes in fun matching patterns and come in all shapes and sizes from extra small to 4XL. All bodies welcome. MeUndies is the only underwear for me. Try it for yourself. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15, 1-5, 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. It's a no-brainer. Get yours today at MeUndies.com slash JTrain, MeUndies.com slash JTrain. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Girl code. Okay, do you believe in a girl code? I mean, this is kind yes. of on that topic. I do. 
Okay. I met this guy five years ago. Okay. We lived in different cities, but would talk on and off over FaceTime, text, Snapchat. There have been some not safe for work content. You know that back burner person you keep on the line in case you end up alone. We were basically that for each other. Do we understand this? Yes. I visited Portland where he lives a few times over the years, but he always had an excuse for why he couldn't see me. Uh-oh. Wife. His wife. He's His busy. Wi- <laughs> Every time I moved on, a few months would go by, and he'd come crawling back. We finally met up when I was in Portland for one night in October 2019. He told me he loved me, wanted to take me to a wedding the following month, that we'd be together if we were in the same city. I asked if he was dating anyone, and he said, no one's special. We ended up having sex. I'm not usually that kind of person, but after five years of buildup, I felt the right decision. Felt it was the right decision. We carried on our usual banter after that. I was actually moving to Seattle in the spring and thought I might see him again. Maybe it would all work out. I think Jackie and I don't think this will all work out. (laughs) (laughs) A few months ago, he drunkenly FaceTimed me walking home from the bars, and I said something about our October rendezvous. His friend heard me and sounded freaked out. He immediately hung up, then called me several more times when he got home. I didn't answer. The next day, he called. He told me he had been in an on-and-off relationship since summer, and they were trying to make it work. I was upset since that made him and me cheaters. But he made it sound like it was a new relationship just recently defined as exclusive and no big deal. We hadn't spoken since. Then, through a series of unfortunate events, I recently found out that the new relationship was actually an engagement. When we had sex, he had been in this relationship for several years, living in, with her living with her for six months and engaged for three months. I felt so disgusted and stupid, but mostly I felt bad for this girl. I don't even know. I ended up rece- uh, reaching out to the guy to tell him that I knew what he had done. He called me, said it was complicated, and that there was more to the story. I don't know how much more to the story there could be. She needs to get some confidence. He accused me of stalking him and said I was overreacting because I was just some girl he talked uh, to from time to time and had sex with once. Then he had uh, offered. Then he offered to do a three-way call with his fiance if it would make me feel better. I was so frustrated that he was turning it around on me, like I was the only one who should be ashamed or was being irrational. So I hung up. I found out later that a friend of a friend also slept with him, and he when when he was in a different relationship a few years back. Apparently, this is a pattern. I mean, yeah, it's a pattern. Obviously, I want nothing to do with the slime ball, but all I can think about is this girl. Do you think she actually knows what's going on? Should I accept the three-way call invite? Not to actually go through with it, but to see if he's bluffing. Should I reach out to her separately or stay out of it altogether? I feel gross having knowingly played a role in this messy game, but want to do the right thing. It's someone's life. She looked like a good person. What do you think? Oh, my God. Is there God. girl code? Oh, my Is there God. Gr- <laughs> oh, my God. Look, your podcast is going to teach me to value myself more. Yes, okay. I like by the, that. <laughs> by the time we are done, I'm going to be like, Jackie, delete all of these motherfuckers from your phone immediately. Oh, yeah. my God. She... <laughs> I don't even it's... know where to begin. Well, I... it sucks what happened. Let's start at that. We're okay. sorry this happened. Let me let me be let me be the kind of girl that she clearly is. Not not to put her down. I, okay, I, that's okay. I can relate because I understand the desperation to understand what's happen, happening to be somewhat in love with someone who is the the scum of the earth. So I want to put myself in her shoes. I also understand to, to kind of, uh, uh, I agree with you to like be, I also understand a five-year textual relationship. This, this person 
that you keep on the line because it's just someone a text. Getting a text feels good. It feels so fantastic. But you have to know can, that when you're trying to maintain that bi-coastally or whatever, state to state. Whatever it is. I mean, the idea, this is why you don't text with someone for this long with yes. no real plan of getting together because life goes on. O over text and over in real life, person to person, those are two different timelines. The timeline over text is 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 really slow. The but, timeline in, in person is like, yeah, I went and got engaged. It's been five years. What the fuck am I supposed to do? So I, I have, understand. I have, I'm sorry to cut you off. I get, I, I got no, go to ahead, please. I have a girlfriend, and this is before the internet the way was the way it is and cell phones and texting. She always had a relationship with a guy whose house she never visited. And one of them was out of state. Mm. And then time passes, and this happened two different dudes. One turned out to have twins with some girl. Another one had a full family. And I'm yeah. not saying that every guy that you do not go to his home is like that, but more likely than not, if they don't invite you into their private space, it's because that space is filled yeah. with responsibilities and commitments that they cannot get out of without a lawyer. A <laughs> and I know Absolutely. what it feels. And I had a guy in the last two years of my life, he was not a boyfriend. He was mm -hmm. a, a fuck buddy and a really good friend that okay. was in my life for a decade. And... He would come to my house because I'm the safe place. I'm single. My house is empty. But mm. I never went to his house. And then I find out down the line that he had a, a, a family out of state, a kid in the state that we lived in. Yeah. He was hitting on some woman and threatened her. And then I got a threat like they want to meet you and fight. they heard about you. And the part of you that is low self-esteem is like, I want to meet all these bitches. I want to meet them all. Mm. I want to know why. I want to know how. I, is she pretty? Why does he want her? How could he do this to me? But the overall message in all that is, you've got to know that you are worth more. This girl yeah. could have learned another language and got an extra degree in the time she has spent on <laughs> this dude. She could be <laughs> the CEO of a fucking company, but she's, yeah. she's she's texting and worrying and mixing this bitch with that bitch and who's and engaged. She is she probably looks five years older than she is because well, she's putting all of her hope and dreams into people who do not want her. I totally agree, and people and and this guy. I think what we have to realize is that. Everyone will be nice enough to keep you as an option. Yeah. Everyone, this guy is being as it's it's a, it's a move of selfishness because you're just selfish enough to make sure that there's emergency penis levers everywhere you look. So when you're saying, "Why would he keep texting me if I live five hours away?" It must be because he likes me. No. He's texting you because he's texting you while you're five hours away because he wants you as an option. There's you a are a break resource. You're a resource. So the idea because what a lot of people when they say, well, he has no other reason to text me but to like me. No, 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 no. He has no reason other reason to text you but to keep you as an option. Yeah, that, that's like that, that, Go ahead. It's a, it's a very different thing, but I understand how you because I'm sure she spent five years thinking. Well, he wouldn't text me if he didn't wasn't into this. No, and it's that's like, like that's like a comic. A, that's like me sending a merry Merry Christmas text to a comedy club booker in another state. Yeah. I don't live. I don't live there. 
I ain't headline on that stage in two years. But when sure. the holiday, when your birthday comes up, and I know it, I'm gonna be like, hey, George, happy birthday. Because guess what? I plan on visiting Baltimore next yep. month for a festival. And at when when the festival's over during the day, and I'm bored at night, I want to come do a set. So I want to make is... sure you, I am fresh in your mind by sending you a happy birthday in May when the festival's in August. That You're is the resource. perfect metaphor for this that is so dead on because it's it you're keeping up a business relationship yes and his and this guy's five-year business relationship with you is about his penis i've been and, at, i've been a regular at that club for years but i moved mm -hmm. out of state but i still need you i need you gotta you. keep up you gotta keep up the relationship for the if and when there might be a time that I end up in Baltimore and I have to do, and I need some stage time. And good thing I said happy birthday three months ago because it doesn't look like I'm just asking you for the thing nowhere. I need. And do you need yeah. me? No, there are 100,000 comedians. You don't need me. But because Absolutely. I'm fresh in your mind because I just said hi, happy birthday, you're like, I like Jackie. I've always loved her. You don't even yeah. know why. And, you don't it's, even know and why. it's the same thing he's doing to her. Yes. Now, does she message the other girl? No, that all you, you got to walk away. All, all you're doing is is putting a nail in the coffin of no self esteem. Not even mm. low. She got she passed low. <laughs> She's into the world of no self esteem. You have to value yourself. Otherwise, these guys. And no offense to you, you're a man, but I'm just telling That's you. That's okay. Men will keep you around if they don't have any reason to get rid of you. Yeah, if they don't I, have a reason to get rid of you, why Why would I throw pussy away? I might need her. There's no reason to cut and, you out. And, and also, it's back to the conversation we had in the beginning. It costs them nothing to send a text. There's no cost of time. There's There's's no nothing. cost of... A couple calls? That's nothing. That's low. That's a penny stock you're keeping up because keep you keep open... Keep in mind the power of the cut and paste tape text. When you get good morning, <laughs> beautiful, I, I mean, let's on a on the whole. There's a lot of beautiful I, girls who wake up in the morning. You know how many women that I might have gone out of thirty-seven bitches. I wasn't it. lying. I just you know I believe there's a lot of beautiful women who deserve a good morning. And if you're a woman who is comfortable in her own skin, I have done that to so many guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. like That's I'm like happy holidays, beautiful, to eleven men. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com Jackie fabulous at Jackie fabulous on Instagram. I love having you on. You're killing it. Let's do uh, one more email. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah, of course. Let's do a guy email. We've, we've had a lot yes, of women right now. You guys are going to need new toner for your fucking printer. If you're printing out his <laughs> emails. Jesus Christ. Friends slept with an ex. Now what? J Train, been listening for years. Wanted to give you uh, props to you and your podcast. Made my college years better, and I think it helps in how I approach problems now. Also, saw you live, and your bit about being uh, the boyfriend holding the stool, taking all the pictures, killed me. So, on to my question. Thank you, man. Uh, my college friend recently reached out about trying to plan a camping trip this summer. Problem is, a year ago on a road trip after graduating, he told me he had slept with an ex of mine and mutual friend in our group a few months after we had split. I didn't really process it until after our road trip was done, but realized I was hurt by it since he knew that the breakup with the girl had upset me and it seemed like a violation of our friendship. Friends don't sleep with exes, right? 
Afterwards, I stopped reaching out as much as since I wanted to process and I moved to another city for a job. Fast forward about a year and he's reaching out. We both have girlfriends now, been doing our own thing, but I do miss our friendship. Do I go on the camping trip and pick up where we left off? Am I just overthinking it? How would you approach this with an old friend? Jackie, what do you think? I would say this solely depends on whether or not he forgave his friend. This is all about how he feels in his gut. If his gut is like, I really miss dude. And, yeah. if, and if you know that when you see him, your first feeling is not going to be animosity. Yeah. Otherwise. It sounds like, it yeah. sounds like that's the case. He says, uh, I've I, uh, been doing our own thing. I do miss our friendship. I think the, the idea of like someone sleeping with your ex, uh, I do understand where. It yeah, it hurts. It hurts. I can also understand how you weren't really thought about. You know, it, I don't think it hurts. And I, it's, it's a blatant disregard for maybe your homeboy, maybe homeboy won't like this, that kind of thing. Yeah, but it, it wasn't. I I think like it it might help this guy to think where like to you know obviously he said he's processing this. He misses the friendship, but if you're gonna like if you think of when they got into this. Yes, they didn't think of you enough, but at the same time, they weren't really thinking of you anyways. These were two people that found each other. It wasn't like he slept with her. It was, it was like, and fuck your ex, right? Like, that wasn't part of it, the decision. Didn't he do it twice? He said with an ex-girlfriend and another person? No, it was just him and his ex, I think. Uh, he told me he had slept with an ex of mine, mutual friend in our group. So oh, they okay. both, one person. So yeah. they both know the girl. And he slept with the ex. I have, I have him have him and his friend talked about it. He's leaving. He's leaving that out. Did, did they discuss did, it? Uh, uh, did him and the ex talk about it, or did him and the guy? Him and the guy. Him and his friend. He said on the they went on a road trip. Um, my old college friend recently reached out about trying to plan a problem. Is a year ago on a road trip after graduating, he told me he had slept with an ex of mine. And did so they have did, a falling out, or did they just have a discussion? He's leaving out detail about how he felt. He said when I didn't really. I didn't really process it until after our road trip was done, but I realized I was hurt by it since he knew that he, the breakup with the girl. Had, he, it sounds like he hasn't really talked to the guy about it. Maybe, maybe it's like, hey, man, that really did hurt my feelings. Maybe it's like saying to him, I'm, I'm excited to go on the camping trip, but like, I just want to let you know my feelings were hurt, and that's kind of why I pulled away over this air, last year. Air it year. out and discuss it no matter how uncomfortable it gets, and depending on how you feel and how they react to you wanting to talk about it, then he's not ready to decide yet. He's not ready yeah. to decide whether it's time to go or not. He has to talk about it with the person he has the feelings about. And if mm -hmm. they can come to a conclusion of, dog, I am I know it was fucked up. I hurt you. And he's like, yes, you hurt the shit out of me. That's why I avoided you. They got to go through all that first. And, and also, it might help to hear the context of it, where the guy goes, you know what? Uh, it happened and I immediately felt horrible about it. You, you know, you came up a couple times. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't because, you know, like, I think hearing him, this guy who, who hurt you, hearing him go through the scenario and how he's dealt with it and how he never felt, you know, he might come to you and go, I've, I've just never felt comfortable talking to you about it. It took a lot for me to bring it up on the road trip. I, I kind of wanted to like get past it, but I, I feel awful. How to many years day. ago did it happen? Yeah, how, like I, how much time I think, has passed? I think hearing this guy have remorse about it. Now you might call him and go, 
hey, man, it still kind of hurts me. And he's like, fuck you, get over it. Then you'd be like, okay, you don't really care about my feelings. I don't yeah, want to go exactly. on your exactly. That's what I'm show. saying. Bring yeah. it up, and depending on how you both react, then you both decide. Yeah, I think he, I'm he's with He's not you. ready to decide anything yet. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail. Jackie Fabulous, thank you for coming on. Oh, my God. You're, you're, thank you so much. And to the women who are listening, <laughs> I, I, I love all of you, but you got to get some self-esteem. For real. I don't know where they sell they're, it. I will, listen, I'll, I'll try to go fund me. <laughs> I'll, I'll cash app you a couple dollars. Go buy some self-esteem. Listen, I think they found a little through you, Jackie. I think today well, we all I, found ourselves. I'm no different. Ladies, trust me. I make bad decisions also, but I tr- I really try not to. That's all, that's all I, I got. We're, listen. <laughs> I'm sure hearing people commiserate these problems is so helpful to people, and I'm so happy you came on. Everyone go follow Jackie, at Jackie Fabulous. I'm Jared Freed. We are here twice a week. I'm on Patreon if you want extra episode, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We'll be back next episode. Boom!